You are listening to the Therefore a Geek Podcast, episode 54. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore I Geek. I'm Andrew. Oh, I keep missing my cue on that one. You do. What, the, do. what the fuck? Okay, dude, I'm here. At least I didn't <laughs> say I was Tracy. Well, yeah, okay, so you don't have identity issues this time around. That's good. <laughs> no. I'm Jad Ibarra, and this is Radio Lab. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I hate you more and more every time we talk. <laughs> good. I'm not sure how much more hate I can give, considering how long we've known each other. Feel the anger burn and build in you, or whatever he said. I don't remember the lines exactly. It's, Let the it, anger it's flow. fine. So today we're talking about uh, Marvel, DC, comic book movies, uh, comic movies in general coming out this year, 2016. 2016 in the year of comic books. We might we could throw a few video game movies in there because there's at least two that are worth mentioning. Yeah, sure. Why not? What one very close to your heart? Uh, this is the Assassin's Creed movie at the end of the year. Yeah, I've heard almost nothing about this. Neither have I, but I'll, I'll look. I'll just. I'm also like quick... I'm also like two games behind, three, or right. three maybe, or more. So you didn't finish the French one? No, I did not. I didn't either. I enjoyed it, but I didn't finish it. Yeah. Uh, I know they're up to like Britain in the industrial era. Yeah. And I don't know what else is out, but I'll just say this real quick. Uh, apparently, Michael Fassbender is going to be the lead, and he is. He's apparently a big fan of the games. He's executive producing. And did you see the 2015 Macbeth? No, I did not. With him and I think the girl is Marion Coltilliard and Justin uh, Kurtzall, who was the director. You would really like it, I think. Okay. I'll check I it saw out. it. I was really impressed. It was like top five of my favorite movies of the year, even though it was just a remake of a Shakespearean movie. Yeah. But I'll say this. He set it in medieval Scotland, didn't shy away from the grit of medieval Scotland. But what was great about Kurtzel is that he made visually, he made his visuals a character in the film. It wasn't just, oh, I'm filming Shakespeare. Right. He really right. added some flair, some visual flair to it. And there's some really cool stuff where like Macbeth is contemplating and he runs it and fast forward and you just see Macbeth standing in the middle of his bedroom as like the sun moves through all the windows. Oh, cool. It's just not moving. It's really cool. And it's the so that team that put together Macbeth is doing Assassin's Creed. It's it's Kurtzel, Fassbender and Marion with a Jeremy Iron. So there's a little bit of hope there. Yeah, I, I, that's that's got some potential. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. Obviously, so obviously we, we we started off the year with uh, with Deadpool, which was smash smashing hit, startling startlingly so. Yeah, huge hit, and you know, I think I walked out of the theater a little disappointed, but overall, you, I can't knock the film that hard because it was still very entertaining. It was extremely entertaining, and I can't remember I can't remember where you stand. I mean, I don't like Deadpool as a comic character. So here's what's interesting: and I really enjoyed it. You, a lot of non-Deadpool fans or anti-Deadpool fans, I want to say, have walked out of that film very happy. Yeah. You are not the only one who have said it. And I'm not a big superhero fan, so I really look at them as movies. Right. So I had some problems with it as a film, but I didn't have any kind of uh, innate bias towards the character. Right. I may have had innate bias towards Ryan Reynolds, but not, not Deadpool. <laughs> Even Ryan Reynolds himself wasn't bad. Yeah, I just I think that was my the difference for me. It was I didn't like it when he was Wade Wilson, like I just didn't find those scenes entertaining. But when he was Deadpool, I was I was fairly sold. I was on board. Nice. So I, I actually I I kind of make the distinction. You know how people do, you know Bruce Wayne versus Batman. Who's a better Batman? Who's a better Bruce Wayne? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I thought he was just he was really great as Deadpool. Didn't care for the the scenes with Wade Wilson. I have to like think Wade Wilson really carefully to myself because every now and again I'll say Wade Phillips, 
who is the defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Slight difference there. Slight difference. And I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. But no. yeah, I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the R rating. I thought it was fun. I liked the self-awareness. I didn't think it was as funny as everyone else thought it was. I didn't like the first third of the movie with that non-linear crap. And I usually like non-linear crap. Yeah, you're a huge Tarantino film fan. Very big. So I just felt the way they did it by intersplicing it into an action sequence. Yeah. Like, uh, it drove me a little nuts. It took a while for the story to get started. But once it got started, I found myself at the end of the film going, okay, yeah. For the most part, you know, C+. Yeah, well, and I think that this, this gets us off to a good start for the year. Yeah. Well, we briefly talked about it last time about... I don't know if you've mentioned this in your Deadpool. I, I listened to your Deadpool podcast, but I don't remember if you mentioned it. The Because this has come up a lot. Is, is Hollywood going to take the right lessons from this film? Yeah. And that, everyone that, I've that's talked a huge to concern. has said no. Not li- no, it's not likely. So, yeah. so the, 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 the issue is, you know, what makes Deadpool great is not that it's, it's gritty and violent and self-aware and raunchy like it's not that it's you had a film that was made by people who loved the film who love what they were doing sure it's fundamentally yeah at its base level i think you're right now i will say the raunchiness the 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 nudity and the violence made it great for me because i love that stuff well i'm not look i mean i don't think anyone i don't think any of us are of us when i say of us like people who are listening Mm -hmm. are going to complain about that kind of stuff I, I mean, there, there, there are people. Out, <laughs> there are people out there who are going to complain. Yeah, there's always them. They're probably not listening to this. But that's that's just my general uh, instinctive feeling on that. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, the idea is that Hollywood's going to take away that. Oh, people want raunchy superhero films, that you know, with violence and nudity, and and that that's well, not right. That's not right. Yeah, I think. Well, we've already heard. And, and we should probably find that article somewhere that, that Wolverine's going to be rated R. Yeah, the third Wolverine already, film. And the previous Wolverine films were not good. They were just not handled well. And I don't think making a third Wolverine film rated R is going to make it any better. It's just going to make it a, a poorly handled rated R Wolverine film. No, I would say of, char- of characters that could do a, a, a rated R film, Wolverine's probably not one that can. Right. But I don't think they're going to do it right again. No, I don't think so either. Because, again, I think those previous two films showed that they don't have people who give a crap about this character in a way that the guys who did Deadpool did. Yeah. Also, I think I think the comedy really played a big role in this. Um, yeah. I think, I think people are getting tired of these super serious, super dark kind of superhero films. We don't necessarily want campy, but we want slightly self-aware. And I think Deadpool demonstrated this well. I also think Ant-Man demonstrated that pretty well. Yes, I'll agree with that. But you know, like we've we've done the Nolan Batmans. Yes. You know, okay, now we're looking for something else. If I want to go watch super serious, gritty, dark superheroes, I'm going to go watch Dark Knight. Mhm. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't need something new to fill that to fill a non-existent hole. Right. Do you yeah. think that's a good segue for the upcoming Batman vs Superman? Well, you know, yes. However, I do. I did have one more comment. Oh yeah. I was going to say. Just, part of me initially was actually a little concerned that that Deadpool would be the inadvertent death of the superhero movie. Mm-hmm. In that Hollywood would start making all, a bunch of these rated R. Mm-hmm. superhero films that didn't do well and then say, well, su- people don't want superhero movies anymore. Now, yeah. th- there may come a time when, when it's true yeah. just people don't want superhero films, th- those may coincide. But I think the fact that Marvel and DC are as entrenched in their current, like Marvel Studios and War- and DC through Warner Brothers are so currently entrenched in their existing franchises that, yeah. that we're really not in any major danger of that. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I've talked about this uh, on other in other venues. I certainly don't see it happening anytime soon. I think right now superhero films are so big, they are a genre in themselves. 
like Absolutely. the we- like the western. So the western lasted a long time before it finally just faded from existence, and now it kind of pops up here and there. You get one, two every couple of years. Yeah, but not like it used to be. Not like it used to be. Like, can you name the last western that just came out? I'll give you a hint. Natalie Portman was in it. No. Jane's Got a Gun, I think it was called. Okay. I'm not even sure what the name of the film was, but it, it made no impact. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if it happens, and I, I just don't see any indicator. So we'll see. We will see. So but... I mean, I mean, R-rated films just, I, I'm just trying to pull them off the top of my head, R-rated superhero films, or just Marvel kind of DC comic book films. You know, Yet Blade, which I don't necessarily count, because it came in at that the end of that '90s action era, yeah. And that's more of a '90s action film than a superhero film, yeah. And the only couple I can think of were the the, the two Punisher films. Actually, I think the I think the first one, the Thomas Jane one, might have been PG-13. Uh, I'm almost certain it was. And then you had Warzone, which was R, and then you have the two Kick-Ass films. And we had Watchmen. And you had Watchmen, yes. So it's it's a small sample size. But. Oh, okay. So speaking of Watchmen and Zack Snyder, we got Batman vs Superman. Hey, we came back to another segue. Hooray! Came back to, we're good at this. <laughs> we should be. We should be professionals. So, I don't know. Here's the thing: I think everyone's having a problem with is Zack Snyder. I'm on board with Zack Snyder. Some people just aren't. See, I don't. I don't have a problem with Zack Snyder. I haven't liked everything he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I disagreed on Sucker Punch. Which is fine. But a lot I thought of people it, disagree with me on Sucker Punch. Well, and that's fine. I thought it was extremely well done. I just didn't like the ending. And that's that's right. me personally. That doesn't, that doesn't mean the film is bad. It just means uh-huh. it wasn't to my tastes. Sure. I, and I understand that. And, and, you know, I was okay with pretty much all of that. I will say this. And I know a lot of people who are not fans of Zack Snyder will just say he's a pretentious douche. And I will readily concede that point. So is James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he's the worst. But I will I'll watch that. Terminator 2 all fucking day. I don't give a shit about that oh, part. Yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Just, His name is James Cameron. <laughs> we got we to find that, like, isolated on YouTube and, and put that in the show notes because it's worth it. Nice. Um, uh, Zack Snyder, to me, has always made a film that is at least entertaining, that I have enjoyed watching. I, didn't, I wasn't even that big of a fan of the previously mentioned Watchmen. But it was it was nice. There were some parts I really loved. the The whole prison sequence in Watchmen. I was knew just that's exactly where you were fun. going. Cause yeah, that was great. I mean, part of that's because I know your taste in movies. Yeah, but, that's just a, but what are no, you guys gonna realize? I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was bananas. I loved it. And then you had like a love scene to fucking Nick Cave or Nick Cohen singing. It was the like, worst Ugh. love scene ever filmed. Oh my god, I loved it for the tragedy that it was. I've seen porn better than that. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> Everyone listening has. Whatever happened to that girl? She she kind of fell off the face uh, of the earth. No, she did, um, she was on a sitcom on ABC that got cancelled after a year with oh, okay. um, Bradley Whitford. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, The Starter Wife. Oh, okay. Whereas like, yeah. Bradley Whitford was like a middle-aged divorcee on on wife number two who's you know young and young and attractive mm-hmm. but he's still got to deal with wife number one with mm-hmm. kids and all that uh, yeah kids are the worst stds so i got a so friend say, i got a friend who got reprimanded in the navy for that exact statement <laughs> that was the first of three reprimands lucky for me i'm just a contractor <laughs> so uh i guess some good news about it is uh david s goyer is one is credited as one of the writers who did give us if I think if this is the same Goyer, uh, the Batman films of Chris Nolan. Uh, I'm almost about. certain it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah it, it should be. Uh, so there's that. But you know, I I don't. So I mean, like Man of Steel. I mean, you and I once we we've talked about this at length. Mm-hmm. I liked Man of Steel except for like the last like ten minutes. Yeah, except for, except for basically the ending of the fight. That that neck break. Yeah. No spoilers here. We've all seen it. Superman breaks Zod's neck. It was like three years okay. ago. Yeah, we know this. Yeah. And I, and I, I just I felt it was very out of character for Superman, and and to me that indicated, basically, like Tracy and I had the argument that 
Bat, you know, the, 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 that Batman. No, Batman would totally do it. <laughs> that that Superman wouldn't do that. And she's like, well, in that situation, I'm like, yeah, but they wrote themselves into a corner and had to deal with it. And that yeah. that was just to me was lazy writing. Mm, I I see your point, but I, I've I've talked about this with a few other people, and I think I'm glad you're not complaining about the collateral damage in that film because no, that, that was, was compl- that was spectacular. Yeah, because that was a complaint. <laughs> That it was, was out it was there. really funny, but uh, yeah, it was a complaint that was out there for a while that utterly befuddled me. And if I believe we have to look this up, Josh Whedon is on record as saying that affected how he filmed Avengers, which it wouldn't, made me, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. It made me furious. The, the neck breaking sequence. You're right. They did write themselves into a corner. Um, and that was the way they had to go. I'm actually glad they went that way because Actually, they literally. Now that I think about that scene, they literally wrote themselves into a physical yeah, we wrote that family into a corner. I mean, the two <laughs> the two arguments were: why is Superman now killing him when after they've blasted a whole city apart? Right. And and that's out of character. And and my two, you know, conjectural responses are: one, you know, seeing people burn from laser eyes in front of you is different from blowing up a building at a distance. No, I'll agree with that part absolutely. Um, and two, this is still a very young Superman. So he hasn't, he is not the character we want or think of a traditional Superman, where he's still growing. Yeah, except my, my argument to that is that as part of, man's, as part of Superman's character, that's a fundamental part of who he is in terms of, and that has been, that is part of him since a child. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, that part of that, 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 that raising by, by the Kents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to see it more in Superman versus Batman because again, Superman can just—he's so fast and so strong he could pop Batman's head like a zet. Yeah, and I think we're going to see some of that restraint in this film. Uh, are you on board with Ben Affleck as Batman? Yeah, I'm fine with it. You're fine with that, and and um, this new Wonder Woman—I am so okay with her. No, she, she looks, looks she looks fantastic. Yeah, fantastic is exactly this. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get the girl's name correct. Um, Gal Gadot. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. Gadot. I don't know if it's a French pronunciation. I haven't heard it. Um, she looks fantastic. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just afraid it's going to be a little too crowded because we've got a it, lot of people. It this. is going to be crowded. My, my, actually, my concern, although it, it does kind of play into that, is that you know, like like Marvel and and we'll I think it's probably the next movie we're going to talk about Marvel Civil War, mm-hmm. you know where Marvel has superheroes fighting their superheroes fighting one another, mm-hmm. they have spent basically a decade building to this and building mm-hmm. the characters and the relationships. Mm-hmm. DC has spent three years in one film. Yes, that's true. Very true. And and I I I just I feel like. It, it's it. We don't have enough character development and enough of a relationship and an understanding between the two characters to really get a, a good foundation f- for this. Yeah, and, and this whole thing that Marvel has set up for us, it, it works for Marvel. It made me a little scared when I started to see other franchises try and do it, like the Bond franchise last uh, last year, trying to tie in all the previous Daniel Craig films into this one, uh, Spectre. Yeah, although at least in the Daniel Craig, they were built. They have been building to that. Sort of, but it's tough to do that when Casino Royale came out in two thousand six, and right. Spectre well, comes out in two thousand fifteen. No, and... I'll, I'll agree. Like, it's not like a. It's not an exact like. You know, they weren't like we weren't waiting for this, but like there mm-hmm. have been there have been drops and hints at Spectre throughout the other three. Yeah, except for Skyfall, I didn't pick up any in Skyfall. Um, but then again, I'm not a huge. I wasn't. I wasn't really watching him for that, and I think that's what hurt. Is the casual Bond fan had no idea what the hell was that's going true. on. That's true. Yeah, I'll but, grant that. You know, the the Bond fans knew. Like my friend Rich, he absolutely knew it, but he was just you know apoplectic that Spectre went that direction. I would not have taken Rich for a Bond fan. Huge Bond fan. Huge. Wow. If you want to do an episode on Bond, you need to look this kid up because he knows his Bond. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not a Bond. fan fan at all no but, I think but again only, I, I like movies the only one you really actually liked i think was casino royale i loved casino royale and i love skyfall okay i love skyfall quantum of solace was kind of like a fart in the wind it was me. weird it, it, it weird. wasn't you it was everyone yeah 
And I was just disappointed that Spectre didn't know what the hell to do with itself in those last 20 minutes. Yeah. It was just, it was like, what? You get off the train and then they get picked up by a dude in the middle of the Moroccan desert, taken to this base that has like 400 employees. I'm like, do they live there? Is there a commute? What's the dental plan for being a part of And then one bullet, again, no spoiler, you should have seen it already, one bullet blows up the whole goddamn base. It's one bullet, boom, the whole base blows up. I'm like, well, that was convenient. Yep. I mean, I mean, any other thoughts on Batman vs Superman? I'm on board with Snyder's directing and his visuals. I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing it. I just, I'm just not sure how I'm going to walk out of that. I yeah, I mean, thing is, the rumors are abound that you know maybe you know this isn't uh, Dark Side. It is Dark Side, or it's some other character from the comics. Uh, uh, not Dark Side. Uh, um, no, you're no Dark Side. Doomsday. I was going to say Doomsday. I've, I've also I've also heard rumors about Darkseid. Well, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to get Darkseid because of that that image they leaked with the Omega symbol. Yeah. Um, there's all, and it's just like, this is either going to be insanely great or a complete fever dream. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So we were leading into Cap America, right? Yes. So are you excited? Because I am not as excited about this one. I'm really excited about this one, especially okay. especially given how good. Winter Soldier was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, this goes back to when you and I, you got you got back into comics, and when I got into comics was Civil War. Right. Not that you, not that you're a big superhero fan, but no, but like I, yeah, I definitely, I look, I've got a full bookshelf of non Marvel uh, comic books, full like full size bookshelf, and but I'll say this, um, other than Punisher, the only other Marvel book that's in there is Civil War. Yeah. And I'll give Civil War as a book, 90% of it, 99% of it, whatever you want to say. Except for the last, like, what, three pages? Last three pages. <laughs> I, was pre- I, was, I was on board. I thought Mark Millar did a really good job asking and attempting to answer a question uh, that probably should have been asked back in the 60s. Yeah. Um, it, it, as, in terms of comics, this is actually probably the event that started Marvel's inability to stick the landing for a while. I would say so. I would say so. And that was, I mean, that was just a big letdown is how it ended. But, you know, Mark Millar to me is kind of a hit or miss writer. Um, You know, great work on Civil War, great work on Kick-Ass. I was very confused by Nemesis. Didn't get that. Um, Did you read that one? I read the first, no, I read like issues like two and three. I think I got, yeah, one, two and three. And then you just kind of went, this is, this is strange. I don't get this. Uh, he did one recently called MPH, which was really like Tracy really loved it. Mm-hmm. I haven't, had, I still have not had a chance to catch up on that one. So what kind of disappoints me on this is I really liked Millar's uh, spark that caused the fire that that incident at the school. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think that's going to be missing from this film, and I just feel that. This is really just an excuse to get Iron Man and Captain America to fight. It's like, oh, this is Civil War, Iron Man, Captain America fight. Let's just do that. And the kind of meat of the message that the book had or the the series had is going to be just kicked to the wayside. And and from what I from what I've heard about the movie, I I don't know that that's true. I, first off, I've okay. heard, I've heard it's actually mostly mostly Cap and Bucky. Right. Into, okay. Like it's 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 a lot less Cap and Iron Man fighting. Than, than mm. you would think, and I, I'm I'm almost certain the Superhuman Registration Act is a part of it. So I feel mm-hmm. like there's going to be some kind of kickoff event, probably caused by Bucky, or at least a accused. Bucky is accused of it. Yeah, because we that's see true. it in the trailer where it looks like some kind of UN building gets blown up. Yeah, and that's it. I I get it. Um, it doesn't quite have the emotional impact as a school getting diced. Um, yeah, although I mean, again, that's we're we're just supposing that that's all that happens. Right, that's true. So you're, you, I haven't followed this that closely, but it sounds more like a uh, on the run type film than like a Cap fighting Iron Man film. Is that what you're saying? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I'm just looking down the cast real quick. Spider Man's supposed to make an appearance. Marissa Tomei is rumored to be Aunt May. That could be interesting. 
I know who's the guy from The Hobbit. Uh, Martin Friedman. I think yeah. he's in this. He's yes, some I have character. heard. I have heard that as well. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not a hundred percent full up on this, but just as again, because I'm not a huge superhero fan, so I don't know all the ins and outs. But just as a film, you know, I know the the iron the excuse me the the Captain America films were, I think, the best received series of of the group of the Thor Iron Man Captain America series. The first one was not. First one wasn't. I remember that, but yeah, Winter but over, Winter Soldier definitely though. Yeah, because if you compare, like the first Thor, I thought was awful, and the second and third Iron Mans, I thought were a wreck. But first Iron Man to me is still one of my favorites. Yeah, I like. I did like the third Iron Man more. You did? I, I liked it more, especially more than the second one. Ooh, okay, it's not saying. And I liked. I mean, I I enjoy. I think I enjoy Thor more than most people do. That might be a personal problem you have. Yeah, well, <laughs> one of many. I just, that first, that first Thor, I was like, "You got to be joking!" This is, that's the one thing that does make me mad about this, uh, the way Marvel's approaching this is they are, you know, basically using an entire film as setup. And I understand, like you know, building character and emotional connections, but some of these just feel completely unnecessary. And if, I mean, even if you're going to use it as setup, at least make it entertaining in a complete film. Yeah. See. At least back at the, at the first Thor, I don't think it was intended as as purely set up. That's how it ended up. Well, it's how it ended up, but I, I mean, I, I think they were still they were still feeling out. I mean, like the pl- yeah, plans were for hey, we're going to do Avengers. Yeah, I think, but I think it was we're going to make a Thor film, and if it does well, then we're going to do Avengers. Like you know, like, mm-hmm. like we're going to make a Thor film, we're going to make a Captain America film. Like mm-hmm. we're going to make these separate movies, and then if they do well, then we're going to bring everyone together. Yeah, but. I, just, I, I think I think now we're getting a lot more set up. Oh, certainly. I, and I still kind of blame the Nolan Batmans for this because I really felt that Batman Begins, in my opinion, was a setup film. And and I think a lot of other studios took that to heart, and that's how you got these couple, these couple Marvel films that were setup films. Well, it, it was almost an entirely origin story film. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the stories beforehand, you got a little bit of origin story and then actual plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always found the end of the Tim Burton Batman a little strange when they have Joker as the guy who murdered yeah. his family. It's like, yeah. that, that was a little strange. So I, I don't know. I think I've kind of said all I can say about this upcoming Civil War. I am I am tepid at best. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. I look forward to it. So I think the next one coming down the pipeline is Age of Apoc or Apocalypse, not Age of uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, X Men X Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, this is another one I'm not looking forward to. I, I, I really want to see it. I am less optimistic about it than than other ones, and I'm cert- I'm I'm almost certain it's not going to be as good as Days of Future Past. Yeah, see, this one just I I know Brian Singer is like Mister X Men. I haven't liked a lot of the X Men movies, and yeah, I probably like the like the first two, mm-hmm. and then Days of Future Past are probably the only ones I like. There's three, you know. There's a couple of like the first one was okay, second mm-hmm. one I think was better, mm-hmm. third one was awful. Well, that wasn't a Brian Singer one. That was when Brett Ratner stepped in. Okay, it was still awful. That was, that was an absolute disaster. I didn't really care all that much for first class, um, especially at the time I had just read X, the actual title X Men First Class, mm-hmm. which was like way basically the two were completely unconnected, and I really liked the comic, mm-hmm. and just it was this the this one was kind of a mess anyways. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past was really good, and then we'll see how this one goes. But yeah, I was Days of Future Past for me when I saw it kind of like hit that personal button of I hate time travel movies like this. Right. So it's like, you know, the world has been destroyed, so we're going to go back no, in time. No, it didn't hit right. that button. It mashed it repeatedly. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just, I was just like, ah. Like, so like, a, ten, I, like a 10-year-old playing Mortal Kombat. It was just button mashing. Yeah, right. Or like right in the back of my skull. And I was like, so right there, you know, Days of Future Past is, is basically got a, a handicap going into. As far as, a film. I just thought it was entertaining. I I just 
I, I found it very unfocused. Um, and the action sequences were really demure, like very dull to me. Um, and then making Magneto the bad guy at the very end. And then, again, I think I've told this to you, bringing in a guy like Peter Dinklage to do nothing more than a PowerPoint presentation throughout the film felt very wasted. Yeah. I think I, I had to jump up and hit the head, and, 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 I, and apparently I missed the only other scene where, where um, Baltivar Trask explains what he's doing. So it obviously wasn't that in-depth because I, I missed it in the course of taking a piss. Right. So, I, yeah, I, this one, this one, you know Hugh Jackman. We're going to make Jennifer Lawrence the centerpiece of this one. Um, she looks like she's pretty done with it. Oh, yeah. She looks bored in the trailer. You know, it's one of those things where uh, she signed up for X-Men, signed up for Hunger Games. Both of those took off, and she just wants to do other stuff. Yeah. You know, thank God she's done with Hunger Games. And I don't know if she's under contract for any more Marvel films. But... No, I think I think they're done. I think this group is done. This, this is the last Brian Singer X-Men. I think, yeah. I think they're done with X-Men. Like this, this run of X-Men. They've talked about doing some other stuff. Right. And I just I just feel bad because there really isn't a bankable star in this. I mean, I love Michael Fassbender, but no one gives a crap about him. No one gives a crap. Right. He was fantastic. And everything I see him, he's a great in. And he just he cannot he doesn't create a draw. Yeah. You know, I, I hope he does one day because almost every film I've seen him in, he's he's so reliably good. And James McAvoy, you know, we tried to make him a star a few years ago and that just didn't happen he was doing that movie with, what was that movie Angelina Jolie that he did um oh, the one where he could bend bullets oh god what was um, that I, I don't target uh, hard no hard target was a, a Van Damme film uh, I'm a, wanted that's what wanted, it was wanted yeah wanted he was in Last King of Scotland but for the most part Last King just, of Scotland was really good but very good, but just, you know, didn't, didn't put him on the map. No. Yeah, he did Wanted in 2008. So the, guy, the guy playing Idi Amin actually got, got a lot more recognition than he did. Well, Forrest Whitaker, yeah, yeah. got an Oscar for that. It was fantastic, but I can't, yeah, I just, as far as McAvoy, it just, not much. He was in Band of Brothers, but really... Also, have you seen pictures of McAvoy bald, like as Xavier? Yeah, I did. It just looks awkward. Yeah, that was like the big reveal of the trailer was like McAvoy bald. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares about James McAvoy. <laughs> Stop. No one cares about Fastbender. No one cared about McAvoy. There's no Hugh Jackman. Uh, the, I can't name the dude who plays Beast. No one cares about him. They bring, I mean, people kind of care about Olivia Munn, which I can't figure out. I like uh, Olivia Munn. I just, why? I don't get it. I remember. Have you she watched? Was on, yeah, no. Well, no. You're, you're going back to Attack of the Show. I'm going I, back to Attack of the Show. Where I, I go was back. Like, I don't I get got this a, girl. Right, and she was, and yeah, she didn't do a whole lot on Attack of the Show. I'm thinking of the newsroom. I never watched that. Oh, you need to. It's fantastic. Oh, so you're talking about the guy who plays Beast. All I know is it's Jennifer Lawrence's boyfriend. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> and her boyfriend. That's what I say, Nicholas Holt. I don't. I don't know you. What have you done? I mean. Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. I really like Oscar Isaac. He was the brightening, the bright shining light of, of Force Awakens. He was fantastic in Inside Lewin Davis, um, but he's just caked on so much makeup. I just, I don't know how it's going to come out. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see to see how he he how Apocalypse comes out. I I, I like the villain Apocalypse. I think we've we've talked about this, and I've heard this talked about elsewhere, where that. Apocalypse is a great vi villain in concept. Like he's a great evil big bad guy. Mm -hmm. When you actually have to fight Apocalypse, it kind of gets ridiculous. Yeah. And I think oh, you, yeah. I think you made the point before where like, you know, if Apocalypse is this amazing, awesome bad, like why is why is it taking him this long to take over the world? Right. It, it, where the know, where I, the fuck has he been for like four thousand years? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm looking at Nicholas Holt. I have seen a few films of him, but he's just not memorable. He was in um, he was in Mad Max. He was one of the uh, the War Boys. Um, he was he was the boy in About a Boy, and he was R in Warm Bodies from about three years ago. So he's done a few things. Yeah. 
but but not much. I mean, yeah, that's the exact point about Apocalypse. He's so super powerful. He's so immortal. He could have ruled the world since the dawn of, of humanity. But when he decides to make his move, there are people in position to finally beat him. Right. And they all and they always do. Right. They always do. So mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'm on the fence. Who, who's who, what comes up after that? Uh, well, as far as comic books, Suicide Squad. Oh God! You, hang on, real quick. They've already announced a Suicide Squad too. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you can announce it, but you know that can change. I know, but just the fact that they have actually done that, like they've even gone that far, uh, to me, this just looks like an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about this one. Like I'm, I'm super looking forward to Batman vs Superman, and my understanding of this one is that you've got this taking place prior to, during, and after Batman v Superman. Okay, that's that's interesting. Super ambitious. I, either that or Batman vs Superman takes place in about six hours. Right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. I don't know how true that is, but. Uh, the cast, Jared Leto as the Joker, I know a lot of people had a hard time with him as the Joker and the way he looks. I'm on board with this with this look, Joker. Yeah, see, I don't I don't like this look at all. Oh, you don't? No. Tell, tell, tell me why, tell me why, tell me why. You know, I, honestly, I got a hard time putting, putting a, like, a, a specific finger on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have, I've had no issue with, like, any of the other looks. I mean, I think my favorites is, is between Heath Ledger and um, Cesar Romero. Going all the way back to the the Adam West, mm-hmm. between those two, I think are, are my favorites. I don't. know. I mean, like I, in general, I've got a, I've got an issue with a lot of the looks, the look of the Suicide Squad. I don't like the way they've done Harley at all. Yeah, I, and and I'm 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 worried that it's going to become not a character but a caricature. What do you mean by that? So, like, especially lately, there has become a lot of depth to Harley. In the comics, you mean. in the comics, and I think I think they're gonna. A lot of that's going to get glassed over, and it's just going to be jokes. And here I am, look at me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say this: um, the girl that they've got playing Harley is a fox. Um, right. I mean, it's Margot Robbie. I think is how you pronounce her name. She yeah. was in Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh, fantastic. Yeah. She was in uh, Z for Zachariah. Um, she gets naked in a lot of her movies. I think she was in the bathtub. For in the big short, which surprised me. Like I, I, like, I don't have an issue with like with the actress herself. I think it's just it's going to be how the character's written. She's going to be Jane in the upcoming Tarzan film. So this girl looks like she's about to blow up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 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 nude look Harley. I think, for I, I think that's the Suicide Squad design. Like when I say that the comic book design, because uh, my girlfriend really loves Harley Quinn. So I, I spent a lot of time like collecting figures for her. Yeah. And I see all these different designs. She's still super partial to the the 1990s animated Harley. That that kind of full body red and black clown face. Right. And I and I and I don't know that that would work in a in a in a motion picture, but we've all we've seen yeah. other versions. Mhm. I think they would like Arkham Arkham Asylum, Arkham, you know, like the Arkham Asylum Ar- yeah. series. I think that yeah, would Yeah, the Arkham Harleys, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, she obviously, I think, is going to be the focal of the movie because you've got yes, you've got big stars like Will Smith, who's not even listed in the top billing, which surprises me. Um, Although he's playing a somewhat minor, a somewhat lesser character, and I want to like, I mean, like Will Smith is ha- his is starting to make a comeback. He had a few years where he was doing really fucking awful. Yeah, I, I was. I think concussion concussion is where he's really stepping back into and like legitimate stuff. But yeah, and concussion was a well made film. But like um, he did a know, couple the the couple the movie with his son that was just abysmal. Oh, um, After Earth, which was terrible. He did Focus with um, Harley Margot Robbie, and then there's a few of them. He like Winter's Tale, which was who played the like the devil or something that was terrible. Men in Black Three. Went nowhere. Hancock was kind of confusing. Hancock it, was it, really good up until like the big reveal. Yeah, I think you you liked it a lot. Like when it was just like broke ass, yeah, drunk superhero Will Smith, and that was that was actually kind of fun. You know, yeah. where he's like flying drunk, like smashing into buildings and shit, and and like you know torturing people who are like supposed to be on the Jersey Shore or something. Yeah, 
and literally shoving a dude's head up another dude's ass. Yeah. That stuff. I and then yeah, you're right. Towards the end with um Uma Charlie Theron. Oh, like Charlie Theron, yeah. It was just like what? Yeah. So, I'm 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 interested in this. We, we shall see. I don't even have. But here's the, here's my problem. I have no idea who the hell the villain is is in this. Right. I've asked multiple people who know a lot more about comic books than I do. Who the hell they're going to be the fighting? Bad guy supposed yeah. to be nothing. I have no idea. I've got nothing. The other thing is for me. It's, this is really just the immediate response to Guardians of the Galaxy. Like yeah. we, we, we need a group of zany, off-the-wall, not-hero heroes. Yeah, and this is a great example of Hollywood just taking a good idea and trying to duplicate it. This is part of my big fear with um, the upcoming Star Trek film. As yes. I see I see Guardians of the Galaxy, the, 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 the stamp or the watermark of Guardians of the Galaxy all over the trailer for X-Men Beyond. Uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek Beyond. See, I don't me. I don't see that, but I'm just sitting here going, they're like I think what they're what they're trying to do is the biggest criticism and I think you and I agreed on this one for Into Darkness was hey, you guys basically just went back and did like a, a different take on Wrath of Khan. You went back and did the same thing. You have this brand new franchise, effectively a brand new franchise that you can do all kinds of stuff with and you went back to what we did before. Instead of doing something cool, new, and different. In, instead of, you know, since they got that criticism from going that direction, they're going as far away from that as possible. They're like, we're going to do something completely different. And it's By not going to feel motorcycles like... motorcycles and kung fu and blowing up the Enterprise again. Yeah, well, Enterprises apparently now are not made to last. Like, this this, this is like <laughs> this is like S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarriers. They're just, they're, they're cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah part, even part in part the of... Deadpool movie. <laughs> part... Something big in a Marvel movie has to fall down yeah it's a stadium or a helicarrier or a city or, or a helicarrier, helicarrier. <laughs> or three helicarriers it's like what come on or and someone was like trying to be cute like well ant-man didn't fall and nothing big fell on ant-man it's like well the suitcase was huge to them that's what she said you're damn right she did <laughs> not to you <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they're trying to do Star Trek without a starship. That concerns me. Yeah, I just this is this is probably a topic for another podcast of where where Star Trek has gone, and I just feel in in my opinion that this this new franchise has just basically ditched the science fiction element of Star Trek and just gone straight action, and and they've kind of just betrayed what Star Trek should have been. Um, I hated the first film. I enjoyed the second just because it was a, a cool action film. I I liked bringing Khan back. Didn't didn't really care for Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan. Uh, but this one I'm just not. You know, Beastie Boys, motorcycles, and kung fu. I right. just not not do. But anyway, so I yeah I don't know what much more to say about the Suicide Squad. I think you're right. It is we've got the stink of a Guardians of the Galaxy all over it. Uh, we'll see. I'm just not. I'm. I'm not optimistic about this one, but I could be. I could be surprised. Yeah. And then, lastly, I guess is Doctor Strange. And I'll be fair. I don't know a goddamn thing about this film. I want to see it. I've, okay. I've been reading. There's, there's a new Doctor Strange title, mm-hmm. and I've been reading it, and it's been really good. So I'm just. I'm psyched about Doctor Strange in general. Right. Um, that probably has nothing to do with the actual movie. Right. In fairness, I think the cast is is pretty. I mean, I in general, I do like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I just I believe I think what's his name from Magic Mike was trying to go for this role. Um, Joe Magdalene. Okay. I thought he would have made a fantastic. He has. He just looks like Doctor Strange to me, and I I yeah I I don't know. I just I I know Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. I just I just don't like the look. I just. I don't like the look. Yeah, I mean, Rachel, Mc, yeah, Rachel McAdams is in it. Tilda Swinson. Yeah. Cheadle. What's his name? Uh, the guy I can never pronounce his name from Firefly yeah, and Edgy, Twelve uh, Years a Slave and. Yeah, that guy. He's, <laughs> he was in. Uh, he's been in a bunch. Of, I can't pronounce his name. And and the guy from Hannibal is in it too. I can't pronounce this dude's name either. Um, Edgy Four. Yeah. And I just butchered it. I feel really bad. But yeah, I don't know. But you're right. He was Children of Men, American Gangster, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I mean, good. I mean, great actor. 
Very good. Very good. Even though I didn't care for Children of Men, I did, he is really good. Children, Secret in Their Eyes was... Children of Men's got that great that great long shot, though. Great long shot. With, opening with, a song from one of my favorite bands called The Kills. Uh, from their 2002 album, 2003 album. Uh, great, yeah, nice opening sequence, but... I don't know. I know nothing about it. I really don't. I mean, this is one of the things where my comic book knowledge... I, I just I'm not a huge well, superhero I mean, fan, so I don't know. Yeah, and what and at this, this at this point, you were we're getting off of the you know we're, we're hitting the second and third string. Oh, we're in the C levels. Eh, B levels probably. Think so. Yeah. Doctor Strange B level. I, I mean, he goes back far enough. I think so. So he just gets he gets that legacy B. Yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah, call <laughs> that. You've been around. We like you. You've been around, but. And the, yeah. and, well, and there, there's also some some great like psychedelic comics from the 70s and mm-hmm. um i think i think Starenko did a did a good run on that mm-hmm. that like i'm looking forward to it there's, there's a lot of like crazy visual stuff they can do you know like mm-hmm. th- this could be a really pretty movie to look at who's directing we, we haven't talked about director scott dickerson i don't i'm not completely familiar uh with some of his work let me just pull him up real quick while we while i'm while i'm here um it looks like a couple. All right, so he's mostly a horror film guy. Um, the two sinister films, "Deliver Us from Evil," are the most recent ones, and then going back, kind of remember how that exorcism craze started a few years ago with the uh, yeah. exorcism of Emily Rose. That's him. So it looks like a lot of horror films, and this is another genre. I'm not. Oh, he did the day the Earth stood still. That was crap. Oh God. That was terrible. Okay, now I'm worried. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I went from optimistic to just terrified, like, like that. Thank you. Fuck I you. Mean, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I don't know if Dave the Earth that still was a disaster of the director, but it was terrible writing. Well, it they just, missed the point of the movie. Absolutely of the original. missed the point of it. Absolutely. It was the whole point was that we were showing this alien race the better side of humanity. And right. instead, we give them Will Smith's bitchy son. Yep. And and like, if I were Keanu Reeves, I would just like, if this is humanity, I'm killing all of you. First off, what alien sends us Keanu Reeves though? <laughs> like, who do we, who do we piss off in the first place that they think that's a good plan? What's uh, come on? What's with the Keanu hate? I, I <laughs> just, I like Keanu. I like movies he's been in. I don't like Keanu. You don't like Keanu? I I I kind of dig him. I mean, yeah, he's wooden in a lot of in a lot of places, but I didn't see Forty Seven Ronin. Was that okay. bad? Oh Jesus Christ! Is that bad? I didn't see it. I didn't bother with it. I mean, I mean, it's a good it's a good plan. You didn't because I did, and I wish I hadn't. Oh really? It's the oh. it, it was definitely the worst movie I saw that year. That was a like two thousand three or something. No, two, yeah. no, no, no. That was like two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Look at that. Oh, it was fuck awful. Yeah, I mean, he did John Wick, which was a kind of like a sleeper hit, and Knock Knock came out this year, and no one saw it because uh, Eli Roth directed it, and we shouldn't see any movie he makes <laughs> ever. Guy's just a terrible filmmaker, uh, and he's got John Wick two coming up. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got way off track. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we go. We talk about Keanu here. I'm just defending the guy. I like him, but yeah. So that's Doctor Strange. I don't know. So horror film director doing Doctor Strange. I mean, I I think the horror film aspect could could work out because there's a lot yeah, of like and, I said, a lot of crazy stuff, demons and whatnot going on. But well, I mean, maybe let's just purely. Spe- I mean, it's listed as action adventure fantasy on IMDb, but you know, no reason you can't make it a horror film. Well, I don't think they're going to make it a horror film, but I think right. I think you're going to get. I think it could be like it could be a really pretty movie to look at, just visually well done. Yeah, I mean, some of the uh, promo photos do look interesting. Yeah, I just, again, I just don't like. I just Cumberbatch just does doesn't sell it very well. Maybe because I'm biased because I wanted someone else to get this role. Yeah, but that maybe that may be part of it. Yeah, but it does. Uh, we'll see. We shall see. I mean, that's so. That's it for comics in 2016, as far as I can see. And we've got a handful, or at least superheroes. We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming back, right? 
out of the shadows. With and now we're adding Rocksteady and Bebop and that the brain in the dude's belly. Yep. Uh, um, crank. I, crank. Yeah. And I remember. And I. I don't care what anyone says. I still love Megan Fox. Again, I'm just surprised that she's working with what's his face again. Uh, Michael Bay. Well, Michael Bay's not directing this one. I understand that, but like, I, I mean, and and I've and I've mentioned this before. I think the last, I can't remember when I, talk, I got talked about this again, but talking about the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, mm-hmm. like she compared him to a Nazi and not like, oh, he's a Nazi, like putting Jews in ovens level Nazi comparison. Like it was like, it was a really like, holy shit kind of comment. Like, really? That's, she said that like, publicly. Like this chick was angry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really surprised that they they had some kind of like kiss and makeup moment that, that she's she's willing to work with him again and he's willing to work with her. No, she's saying this about Bay or the director cuz Bay didn't direct that first one. No, but this is no, this is about Bay why she didn't why she didn't do Transformers 3. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. This was yeah, yeah, yeah. this is after Transformers 2 when she got replaced by the blonde. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh this this looks like it could be fun. I I didn't get around to seeing the first one cuz that still came into my Oh, that came out in that dark period where I really wasn't watching anything. It wasn't like, I wouldn't call it good. It was funny and entertaining, though. Yeah. It it was what I expected a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie to be. Right. This, this, I mean, this isn't high cinema here. This is... Right. I mean, I still have very fond memories of the very first one. Have you watched it recently? Not recently. Okay. I mean, like, I have fond memories of it, too. Mm-hmm. But then I and, I and I went back and watched it and I and I just I'm trying to revert back to those childhood memories. Oh really? It does not hold up. It doesn't in any way, shape, or form. Did, did I'm, I'm gonna look see if Oliver Harper does a retrospect review of it because he he knows what he's doing. I would I, if you if you're like into those movies from the 80s and 90s and I stuff. Mean, I mean yeah, I had fun with them as a kid and like I still look back on that like as fondly part of my childhood. But I'm just like ooh, like I, I watched them. Probably four years ago or so, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this is." I don't remember this. I remember this better from being a kid. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm because we had the same conversation about Highlander, and we were watching Highlander a few years ago. I was like, "This this holds up okay." Oh, the original Highlander? Yeah, that does hold up a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Um, we should put this in the show notes because there's a guy named Oliver Harper on YouTube who does these great retrospective reviews. Yeah. And he has one up for uh, the first teenage, the nineteen ninety Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, and I remember it being kind of cool. I, I guess I'd have to watch. I'll watch the review and, and then come back to it. But we'll see. It does look pretty goofy. Uh, and then, kind of, I don't know. Tangentially, we've got a few others. If you want to glance over them really quick, sure. Uh, Ghostbusters, not really a comic book movie comic superhero movie but you know they've had comics and stuff like that yeah i only mentioned it just because the trailer just came out yeah it just dropped what friday yeah uh no thursday night thursday friday yeah just the last the end of last week um here's the thing my whole opinion about transformers is that uh, not Transformers. uh, ghostbusters is uh we did this we don't need to do it again no i mean in general i think that's and, and it's hard when ghostbusters was such a fantastic movie mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a near perfect comedy yeah absolutely and even the second one while not as good was still, still fantastic s- still was was worthy of the name yeah i just i'm just again really i i'm sensing kingdom of the crystal skull in this one and and hollywood trying to make a new franchise I don't think I, I don't know any... that I don't know that it's going to be that it's going to be that level in part because because like if we had tried to like you know shove Harold Ramis back into a jumpsuit mm-hmm. as much as Harold Ramis is is the genius behind Ghostbusters like if we tried to shove the old guys back into the suits it'd be really tough especially with Harold dead that'd just be super awkward CGI man no Tupac came back that's true <laughs> <laughs> I saw Tupac at Coachella <laughs> you know so but I mean. I think if we had tried to, you know, like, I think part of what, what's, there are two things that sucked about the, the last Indiana Jones. One is Harrison Ford's really old now. Yeah. Which is funny because that didn't bother me about Star Wars, but that's a completely different subject. You know, I'm not, not, not trying to dig into that hole, but the other one was is Shia LaBeouf, who is just a fucking maniac. Yeah. 
Well, look, I'm looking at the credits right now, and it does appear that Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Bill Murray are going to make some kind of appearance. Yeah, also, um, Annie Potts. Uh, uh Janine? Yeah. Who, yeah, who actually, uh, tur- you know, in going back and watching these again and again, is, mm-hmm. is slowly become one of my favorite characters, because of just how much oh, she she's... doesn't care. Yeah, she's great. And this is the first, is this the first Janine or the second one? Because there were two Janines. No, both were Annie Potts. They both any pots? I thought Bo- they were different. No, they're both any pots. They just changed their look so dramatically. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was too. Oh well. No, okay. Point well taken. I, I just, again, I'm not excited about this. I don't mind that the whole you know you're doing a whole new cast of Ghostbusters. I don't. No, it's cool. We did cover Assassin's Creed. Maybe we. I, don't, we, I can't remember. I thought we covered it at the top of the show, but if not, we could just edit it. But yeah, Assassin's Creed's a, a video game movie. They tend to really suck. Super Mario Brothers. Really suck? <laughs> Career ending suck? Yeah, I mean, just awful suck. Max Payne, just hurt your face suck. Hitman, what the fuck? Suck. It was just, just terrible. I'm trying to think but, if there have been any good video game movies. Well, I'll tell you this real quick. Um, like I'm drawn to blank and I can't... No, you are, because none of them are that good. If you if you pull up like like a Wikipedia page on video game movies, the one that's the highest... Uh, rated, I think, like as far as the critics are concerned, was Final Fantasy, right? And the one that Ooh. grossed the most money was uh, Mortal Kombat back in '97, which really wasn't <laughs> that bad. I'll say this much: it's been a while since I've seen Mortal Kombat, um, but really not that bad. If you're gonna look at, I'm just going to just do a quick, because the, the wiki page has got this pretty well listed up, and I had looked at this before. They're all tremendously bad until you get to Final Fantasy, and you get maybe like 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that was in 2001. And that's still that's still bad. Yeah, and then the next you get is like Prince of Persia, Dead or Alive, which I don't even remember, and then Mortal Kombat in 95, not 97. And then as far as gross... I think if you adjust for inflation, I think Mortal Kombat comes out the winner. But in terms of just like raw numbers, um, oh yeah, and there's is a Ratchet and Crank movie, a Clank movie coming out this year. You've got, I think, the winners of Prince of Persia. Some of the oh, and the Resident Evil movies. Okay, yeah, that, those are probably the 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 best of them. The first one was was not bad, especially for a '90s action film. Is is it been around that long? It's either late nineties or early two thousands. Uh I got Resident Evil as two thousand two. Okay, so early two thousands. But it's, it's still got that like late nineties, early two thousands feel. Sure, it still has that blade feel. Yeah, especially. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just I saw maybe two of the of the four or five that are out right now. I've seen the first two. Actually, no, I saw the I saw the first three. The third one didn't make any sense. The first one, they're in some underground facility, right? Yep. I saw that one. And the second one is like a city falling apart. It's the city above the facility. Right. I saw that one. The third so one, they're those... like, third one, they're in like some kind of wasteland that did, it didn't make any sense. It was like, it was set like years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I don't, and I guess this, was that Afterlife or Retro? Oh, no, that was, and then they've got this. Resident Evil Retribution. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about anymore. Nope, I don't either. I'm I'm so lost with these these ter- yeah. So, Assassin's Creed. I'm mean, just saying. We talked about the Macbeth movie came out last year. Yeah. With this, with basically the same team: uh, Justin Kurtzel, Michael Fassbender, and Mirian uh, Cotillard. If that's how her name is pronounced, I gotta work on pronouncing people's names. And. Uh, Look, she was Lady Macbeth. She was great. Fastbender was Macbeth. We talked about. It. No one cares about Michael Fastbender, but maybe they'll care after he does this. Maybe, maybe. And Jeremy Irons is in it. Jeremy Irons is always fun. Always fun. I think this will be. This will be. I'm. I'm holding out hope. Yeah. It's a good quality team behind it. And then lastly, uh, Warcraft. This looks retarded. I, I'm going to go see it. Um, yeah, I will too. So, it's <laughs> terrible. So I, I, I don't know. How much did you play? Not World of Warcraft, but how much did you play the original Warcraft game as a kid? Well, I never. I only ever truly played Warcraft 
too. Right. Well, no, yeah, and that's that, that same, and same I, goes for me. I wore that game out. Yep, I played the shit out of that game. Yeah, wore it out. So I loved that one. Um, the third one, we were in college when it came out. Yeah. Or just so I didn't really have a machine that could handle it. And I was just not into. I'm just not into MMOs. The, th- well, the third one wasn't an MMO. Well, I'm talking about World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. I see, and see, I, I mean, like, I, I actually enjoy MMOs. I've played in three of them. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Trek, and I played a little bit of WoW. But, like, re- recently I actually, I actually picked up, like, a like, like a giant paperback of, like, four of the, the fluff novels. <laughs> but it's, it's, like, it's the four that basically it goes from the start, from, like, before the first, the first game up through the end of the second game. Like the the end of the expansion, mm-hmm. the the dark portal expansion. Yeah, and like, I mean, you know, it's it's pulp. It literally it's literally pulp fiction is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. You know, it's not good, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think if the, if it's something along those lines, I think it'll be like that. It it won't be a good movie, but it'll be like fun at least. Yeah, I mean, the director Duncan Jones has only done a handful of films. Uh, Moon back in two thousand nine, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, people had a lot of really good stuff to say about it. Uh, the only other one he's got is a, a film called Source Code. It sounds familiar. I, maybe I saw this one. I don't. I don't remember. I'm gonna look at it, look at it really quick in 2011. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, this was uh, I think a time travel movie with um, Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Okay. Not my not my kind of movie. I also just don't care much for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I saw, I saw a preview screening last year of um, Southpaw, the boxing movie he did. Yeah, and and he introduced it. He came down and introduced it. Uh, it was it was during the Comic Con weekend, but it was um, like not affiliated with it. Right. And uh, I had thought to myself, gee, if he did not introduce this film, I would have thought he was a fantastic actor. But basically, he's just as mumbly and grumbly in real life as he is in that film. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, mostly for him, I don't really give a shit. Right, right. I mean, Southpaw didn't really go very far. But, I mean, that's that's all I got for you. That's all I can think of, unless you want to jump ahead to the future a little bit. No, I think we'll we'll stick with this. This This is a pretty full year. Yeah. Because last year was quite light. Yeah. You just had three uh, total, I can think of. Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, and then and then the Warner Brothers Fantastic Four, which was a disaster. Yes. And then just a lot of TV shows that I'm just not keeping track of. And, and I'm, I'm slowly working on catching up with them, but that, that's that's absolutely a topic for a different podcast. Yeah, that I wouldn't be able to help you with because I just don't right. watch TV shows. <laughs> I just, look, it's South Park and Game of Thrones, and that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. And Rick and Morty, which is coming back this year. Nice. So looking forward to that. So, uh, so what have you been into lately outside of uh, this this last conversation here? Other than moving, which right. was a disaster, and getting a car for Donnell after her accident, and all this other nonsense that's been going on, still plying through the um, the Del Rey collection. Uh, I think it's Del Rey published uh, Conan collection. Of Robert E. Howard stuff. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, we really, really do have to... I don't know if you've read them. I need to. But they are just fantastic. I, I really... I, that is a topic for another time. But, man... Tr- truly pulp novels. Absolutely. And novels even in the right phrase because Howard wrote them for magazines. Right. So yeah, they're yeah, like... Yeah, they're, pulp, they're pulp shorts and they're all so much fun and and i again we i could go on about them because i'm about a third of the way through them so far and this collection that i have from uh this one publisher done in the early 2000s finally collected them and put them in order of howard's writing them which apparently for years and years and years was a big controversy of what is the correct conan timeline because howard never put them in order right so, like, the first story he ever wrote, Conan is already king of a, of a nation. Yep. And then, like, the following up stories, he's some dude in a loincloth running around stealing stuff. Right. So he's all over the place. And what they did is instead of trying to put them in order uh, of 
for the, the chronological. They put them in the order of Howard writing them. Which seems so to make more sense. So stuff that was written or published posthumously was put when it was actually written. So you can see his progression. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. It's really, really cool. And, and the guy who does the notes on them knows his stuff because he'll, he'll talk about like, okay, after this story, this is when Howard actually wrote, you know, his history of the world. Kind of like, you know, Tolkien did. Yeah. So he hadn't the first couple. And then later on, he drew the map. So you could see the world starting to come into focus as we go along. Nice. So that's what I'm digging through right now is, is the Conan. And as far as comics go, I have a bunch. Well, everything's packed away. So really nothing. Right. Right. So Conan was the only thing that didn't get packed away. That wasn't, you know, magic involved. Right. How about yourself? Um, let's see. So actually, the other night, Becky and I um, decided to re to watch Tron and Tron Legacy back to back. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I really think we need to revisit Tron Legacy. Good or bad? And I think it didn't get the the appreciation it deserved. No, I I really enjoyed it. We that's definitely definitely we can put that on the on the topic burner at some point. Yeah, because Tron One don't hold up that well. It, I'll, I'll be honest. It held up better than I thought it than I remember it holding up because I watched it like right when Tron Legacy came out, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is awful." Yeah. And then I watched it, and I'm like, "This is really dated." It's not as bad as I remember it though. But, yeah, I mean, I'll, like I talked about earlier, Oliver Harper has a retro on Tron, and he does a good job with it. It's just he talks about the behind the scenes stuff that went into it, like the layers of exposure that Tron had to do. Yeah, which is like ridiculous, but also the fact that like the, the actors. Like all that was shot in black and white on black and white, mm -hmm. so like they would have to like step outside, like they had to take breaks because basically like they were starting to have like almost like mental breakdowns from just being in that black and white environment all the time. Mm, it yeah, was, it I was like it. it was seriously messing with them psychologically. Yeah, I, I once I get settled in, I think I do want to revisit because I've been like looking at clips online and listening to the soundtrack of Tron legacy and, and the, the poster is beautiful and I love Olivia Wilde and uh, of course Jeff Bridges. And I do want to revisit. I just, for whatever reason, Tron legacy just didn't get any love. And yeah. I think last year officially they killed any hope of a sequel coming out. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's a lot of, I mean, I've just been kind of busy with work. All right. Well, I think that'll, that, that, uh, that just about covers it. My brain stopped working. So, yeah, once once the brain gives out, we gotta we, we gotta call it a night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So once again, folks, if you like what we do, head on over to thereforeageek.com. Check out our blog posts and our podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on and on Instagram. And you can find this podcast and other podcasts like it on iTunes, Stitcher, and we are now available on SoundCloud. So make Yay, sure you check SoundCloud. us out. So once again, I'm Andrew. This is your part, oh. shithead. Ah, damn it! <laughs> Like and share, like and share. I'm the dude. <laughs> and you've been listening to Therefore I Geek.